If you still haven't adjusted the time on the microwave for daylight savings, go ahead and click subscribe. Welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host, Rasta Jeff. This is episode 795 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a fun show lined up for us. In this episode, I'm going to give away free seeds. That's right. I've teamed up with our friends at SeedsHereNow.com to give away free seeds. Of course, we'll be giving away some iRegenetic seeds. Stay tuned. We'll talk about how you can win those seeds later here in this episode. Before we get too far, I do want to remind you that iRegenetics will be at the Dude Grows Cup. That's right. The Dude Grows Cup is happening again this year just outside of Fort Collins on June 3rd. Make sure you check out dgccup.com for all of the information. I look forward to seeing you there. Also, don't miss the new sale, the fresh drop, and the restock on iRedirect. That's right. There is bubble goat. There is grip tape. There's big mountain fudge cake available and a lot of other great stuff. Make sure you go check out iRedirect.com for the sale pricing and the fresh drop. Make sure you stay on top of all of those drops by joining the newsletter on the iRedirect website. That's right. Go to iRedirect.com or iRegenetics.com. Both of them will have the opportunity to join the newsletter. Scroll down to the bottom of the page. There's a little icon that looks like an envelope. Type in your email address. That will sign you up for the newsletter. When I put out new drops, when I put out new strains, when I put out sale pricing, you will get a notification via email from the newsletter. I try to keep everybody in the loop. Of course, Patreon does get the first heads up on new strains, new drops, and new releases. So make sure you check out patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart to join the Patreon. All right, that is all of the business I've got for you here at the start of the show. I do have several wonderful emails that I would like to read. Uh, the first one was sent to me by a good friend, and they asked me, personally to read this on the podcast. So this is what I do for my friends. Big shout out to my buddy Turkey. Uh, if I read your message on the podcast, that does mean that you win a free pack of seeds. Uh, so Turkey, it looks like you have turkeyed yourself into a free pack of seeds. Please send me your address. It looks like I might need your address anyway, according to this email. This one, my friends, goes a little bit like this. It says, Dear Rasta Jeff, I hope this letter finds you in good health. Feel good, bro. Thank you said, I'm writing to you with a request that is both unusual and urgent. Well, I like to I like to help out when I can. It goes on. It says, you see, I am in desperate need of a baby brother who can shred on the drums. And I have reason to believe that you are just the man for the job. Now, when I first read this, I thought this guy was calling me his new baby brother because I am uh, a I'm a decent drummer. I can hold my own on a drum kit. I can rock it. I can get down. We can play some funk, some reggae, some blues. Uh, don't change time signatures without warning me, but I can keep up and play some odd times. I can read and write music. Anyway, uh, I thought this was going to be about me being the funky drummer baby brother. It goes on. It does say, now you may be wondering exactly how you can assist in this matter. Fear not, for I have a proposal that I believe you will find both intriguing and enticing. Now, this is where it really gets weird, my friends. It says, my mother, who is a lovely and talented woman in her own right, has long harbored a desire to start a family with someone who shares her passion for music. And who better than you, Rasta Jeff, with your prodigious skills on the drums and an unmistakable love for all things rock and roll. Uh, this has taken a quick turn for the weirdest, but I'm going to keep reading. It says, think about it. With your genes and my mother's musical prowess, we could create a child who is destined for greatness on the drum set. So our friend here would like to create a breeding project between myself and his mother so that we can F1 
a baby brother for him with traits from his mother and myself. Hey, that's a great idea. That's a great project. I'm glad that you saw that. That's a good eye for breeding, my dude. It goes on, though. It says, so what do you say, Rasta Jeff? Will you help me fulfill my dream of having a baby brother who shreds on the drums? I promise that the rewards will be many, both in this life and the next. Sincerely, from Turkey. I apologize for giggling in the end there. I tried to hold it together for that whole message. Um, my friend Turkey, um, there's a lot to uh, commit to to this here. I don't know that I want to. Uh, I'm not sure that I can uh, agree to this at this time, my friend. I'm going to have to politely decline the offer here. But um, that is uh, not to say that you can't check back in the future. You know what I'm saying? Things may change. I may uh, There may be a software update that does change my opinion. So that's our first breeding question for today's episode. That one did come from my friend Turkey. Um, I do feel, I have not met your mother yet, but I do feel that I could pass on this drummer gene, this rock star vibe. That may be an option. I do have a daughter who is quite a rock star. All right, Turkey, thanks once again for the great breeding question. Uh, I'm sorry I'm not able to help you out at this time, maybe in the future. Um, that's just a long commitment, my bro. I'm not sure that I want to commit to that whole thing. I don't want to have another child. I've already got one who's fucking awesome, which by the way, I did pass on some amazing traits to that child. Um, I don't want another one. I don't want 18 more years of doing that. And I don't want to teach somebody else how to play the drums right now. And, um, politely, I'm going to have to decline, bro. But you know what I say? Take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me, bro. Do send me your address because you do get a free pack of seeds for that message. Uh, no matter how ludicrous and or entertaining that was. Let's keep the show moving. Let's actually jump into some truly cannabis-related content. Thank you guys for hanging out and listening to that funny message from my friend Turkey. This one came from the Grow Help tab on the Irie Genetics website. That's right. If you go to iregenetics.com on the top, there's a row of tabs, just like most websites. There's one you can click on. It says questions. When you click on that, it will ask you a couple of short, like a, uh, a couple of questions about your grow. What's the temp? What's the humidity? Then we do give you the opportunity to type in your grow questions so that we can help you out. And of course, if you send a question to the Grow Help tab, and I do read that here on the show, you win a free pack of seeds. And that free pack of seeds is sponsored by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. Big shout out to the whole crew at SeedsHereNow.com. Big extra fist bump to my buddy Lucas. Let's keep it moving. This message came from our friend who wants to be called Tommy Two Trikes. Big shout out to my buddy Tommy Two Trikes. Tommy, please do send me a message with your address. I'd be happy to get you out a pack of seeds. Let's read the question here on the show. It says, yo, Rasta Jeff, I'm a medical home grower in the great state of Illinois. Big shout out to our friends out there in Illinois. The message does continue. It says, I'm looking for strain suggestions. You've come to the right place, my friend. It says, here is my situation. I've got a two-year-old puppy who is suffering from terrible seizures. Right now, we're taking every medicine the vet can offer at the highest dose possible, yet the dog is still suffering. Man, I'm sorry. That is terrible. Uh, seizures are uh, heartbreaking to watch. Someone or something you care about is uh, flopping around and you can't do shit about it. It's heartbreaking. I've been there before. I know how you feel. Uh, that's got to be scary. I wish the best for you and your dog. I hope that we are able to help you out in some sort of way. Hope the cannabis community can help you out. It goes on. It says... I got my hands on some chronic CBD from Sirius Seeds. I've grown it and made him some good boy treats. Uh, that's a super good dog dad of you. It says, unfortunately, there's too much THC in this strain, and he gets way more stoned than I want and more stoned than he wants. Yeah, um, I've, I've seen some dogs get too damn stoned, and that, that's also heartbreaking. Sometimes it's funny for about 10 minutes, but then you're like, fuck, that dog's fucking suffering. Anyway, it says, would you have a strain? That may offer a summer relief, but not fuck this dog up. Yes, this is a very good question. I do need to jump in right now and say, uh, for legal purposes, for safety purposes, 
that first of all, Rasta Jeff is a fictional character. That's not even my real name. But also, Rasta Jeff is not a veterinarian. I am not qualified to give you any real medical advice. If it's for a human, if it's for a dog, I am not a doctor. I'm not wearing a lab coat. I've got dreadlocks down to my, they go to my calves by now, you guys. I'm 6'5". The dreads go to my calves. I got dreads to my calves. I'm wearing a fucking Nike hoodie and some dunks over here. I'm not qualified to give true, solid medical advice or veterinarian advice. I've got to make that disclaimer just because uh, people are fucking litigious these days, and I'm not trying to get sued for saying some silly shit. So I'm not a doctor. I'm not qualified to give medical advice. However, uh, and also, I'm definitely not qualified, and people are going to uh, have something to say if we start talking about uh, giving your dog cannabis. Some people are against that. I am not against that. I think the cannabis is a healer if we do it properly. If the dog's into it, you guys know that one of the dogs I was around often loves to smoke. When I smoke, he comes and stands next to me and gets mad if I don't blow him some. Uh, but if the dog enjoys it, it's all good. But there's going to be activists on the other side saying that it's wrong to give your dog cannabis to help this out. But here's what I'm going to say. I'm not a veterinarian, but if this were, I'm not a veterinarian or a doctor, but if this were one of my friends who were near me, I would offer them something more of a, uh, it sounds like what you grew. I don't know if you've lab tested. We don't know how much THC to CBD is in there. I would find something that is just CBD that doesn't have uh, any THC in it if possible and see if that helps with the seizures. That's where I would start, something just CBD. You haven't lab tested your product, so we don't know the levels in there. Maybe you did. I don't know the levels in that product. What I would recommend is starting with something just CBD, but of course, you know, not gas station CBD. I would recommend cannabis-derived, American-made, lab-tested CBD that we can trust. Um, I'm not sure where you're going to get that. M many people will say a dispensary. Many people will have other recommendations. Uh, in Illinois, I don't know your options, but I would get some tried and true uh, something, a reputable brand of just CBD. If this were a person that I knew, this is what I would recommend. I'm trying to stay away from the dog thing, not get myself in trouble, but you know what I'm talking about here. Um, I'd recommend something with just CBD and see if that stops the seizures without fucking up the, the person or the dog that you're giving this to. Then if that doesn't work, then I would work on something with a one-to-one -one, uh, THC to CBD ratio, uh, something that has got an equal amount CBD to an equal amount of THC. That way, I believe, I don't, I'm not a doctor, but I do believe in the entourage effect. The synergistic effect is what it's also been called. I think that when we isolate cannabinoids, the CBD, it works. I think when we isolate THC, it works. But when we combine those two things and the certain ratios that work for each person's body, that's when I think they work the best. They work the best in conjunction with other cannabinoids, uh, esters, terpenes, paleots, all the other products, all the other compounds that come with the cannabis. I think they all work together. So I think you may need to find the correct appropriate balance for your patient, which in your case is your dog. So I would start off, you've been giving them something that we don't know the lab results of. I would start off with something we do know lab results of, all, all CBD if you can get it. Then I would go with something CBD and THC and monitor uh, if the CBD works, stick with that. If it doesn't, then add some THC to it slowly. Um, a strain that I can recommend that is in my arsenal that is not available on iRedirect. I don't sell this strain, but it is available if you need it. Reach out to me. Honestly, right now I'm swamped with emails, but I'm doing my best to dig myself out. Um, I've got a strain that is called Purple Heart. It does often produce phenotypes with a one-to-one -one THC to CBD ratio. So however much CBD is available in the plant is also available in the THC. Now we are finding outliers of phenotypes that do uh, become THC dominant and outliers that are THC. Did I say which one? They lean one way to THC, one way to CBD. There are phenotypes that you'll find all types of different cannabinoid ratios, but 
the majority of them put off a one-to-one THC to CBD ratio when grown and dried and cured properly. So I would recommend a strain called Purple Heart. I did say that's not available. Uh, Purple Heart was made in a friend's grow space. So um, I, full disclosure, I guess, I have a friend who I rent grow space from and he wanted me to breed with one of his plants and it was a CBD dominant plant. And he is, um, he's a veteran. He has served for the United States military. And he said that this CBD plant that he smokes helps with his night terrors and it helps with his uh, PTSD from being in the military. So I wanted to cross that to something and make feminized seeds with it. And when I rented his space, one of his requirements of the space rental was to put that plant in there and breed to it to make something uh, even better for the veterans, for the people that experience PTSD, the night terrors, the the other symptoms that come from being in combat and being exposed to things that would probably traumatize most of us for the rest of our lives. Uh, That plant helps with that. I wanted to make something like that with my lineup. He said that his cherry plant was really good, but it could be improved upon. I knew that my afterglow pollen donor was going to be amazing. I put the afterglow and the cherry uh, CBD plant in the room. They did magic together. Out of that comes Purple Heart. I promised my friend that I would never sell Purple Heart seeds. I gave him a good portion of them. I have a good portion of them. Every Purple Heart seed that has ever left uh, the Irie Genetics office has been for free. I've given them to veterans. I've given them to people with PTSD, uh, night terrors, uh, traumatic problems like that. I try to help them out with the Purple Heart seeds. There are not a lot left right now. I do need to make more. But, my friend, if you contact me, I will send you a pack for your dog. You do win a prize pack here for having your message read on the show. Why not send you some Purple Heart? Hopefully, we can help out your canine companion. Big shout-out, doggy. You're a good boy. Hope you're doing well. Or you're a good girl. I don't know why I just gendered your dog. I apologize. Good doggy. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Let's make sure I covered up all the notes on this one. Um, I'm not a veterinarian. I'm not a doctor. Rasta Jeff is not even my real name. Um, Yeah, I I would recommend starting with CBD and then add some THC and see how they work and then figure out the ratio. It's going to take some dosing. That's unfortunately, that's the... Uh, For me, that's the fun part. For some people, that's the challenging part of cannabis. It's hard to recommend exactly what to take because it's all about how our bodies are going to act and react to that cannabis, the different terpenes, uh, the different cannabinoids that all hits us differently. I'm the kind of guy that I'll smoke a big fat fucking dab of some sativa concentrates that most people are going to have a panic attack. And that puts me right in the zone to come talk on a podcast for 40 minutes. Most people would be freaking out, running from the lights or having a hard time. If I smoke a heavy, heavy indica, uh, most people get like kind of lazy. A heavy, heavy indica makes me want to go for a walk. So our bodies are way different. I've got this ADD brain that just keeps going, makes me talk a million miles an hour. So things work differently for me. All right. I think I rambled on about this one for quite a long time. My buddy, Tommy Two Tracks, thank you for the great message. Seriously, uh, I hope the dog is well because the dog is man's best friend and it just sucks to see a family member suffering. So I'd be happy to help you out with those purple hearts. Send me your address, my dude. All right. We've been going for a few minutes. I do have another message here in front of me. This one came from our friend who wants to be called Billy. Big shout out to our friend Billy. Thank you for the great message. Thank you for helping me generate listener-generated content. I do enjoy that. I am rambling. I think I've had too many dabs. This message goes a little bit and quite a bit and just like this. It says, two questions, please, my bro. First, do you ever give your plants cloudy days? By that, I mean dimming the lights like maybe when temps are a little bit hot. Then it says, I've been doing that for a while and they seem to like it or... Am I wasting my time? And it might be my imagination. Okay, that is a good question. Um, I would never uh, turn down the lights in my grow space unless it was required. If it was 
way too hot. The air conditioner couldn't keep up. The ventilation couldn't keep up. I do not turn down the lights unless there is a problem. I get them at their peak, uh, their peak performance, that the, the amount of light that the plants want. I can kind of see what if there's too much or not enough light in there at this point. I've been working with the LEDs for a while. So I get the plants to their peak performance, and then I do not turn down that light or unplug a light ever. Um, basically, think about it like, these plants are the UFC fighters of plants. Our cannabis plants, we put them in a cage, you put them in a four by four tent, and then we expect them to fucking, let's get ready to rumble. Every single day in that grow room, they're in there for nine or 10 weeks. That's only 63 to 70 days in the flowering phase. I want, and then we've got the veg phase is equally as important as this phase. I should touch on that too. A lot of people overlook the importance of the veg phase. That is the foundation. That is building the foundation, the framework. The veg phase is equally as important. So in any phase, I do not turn down the lighting because think of it like that's a nine-week training camp. And at week 10, we got a fight coming up. If you had a fight coming up, you're going in that cage and you're going to swing it out with whoever your favorite UFC fighter is, uh, would you train every day or would you go 70% some days? Because you know that the other guy is going a fucking 110% every single day. So you got to get in there and go at it. So my theory is no, I would not down, turn down the lights unless it was detrimental to rescuing the crop. If it got too hot, then I would consider turning down the lights. But no, that is the main source of fuel and energy for our plant. That's what makes everything else happen. Uh, that's what drives photosynthesis, uh, which is what drives bud production in the end. Why would I turn that down? So no, I do not give the plants cloudy days. If it's cloudy outside, it's bright as fuck in the grow room. If it's raining outside, bright as fuck in the grow room. If it's hot as fuck outside, try to keep it decent in the grow room. It's a struggle sometimes, but no, I do not turn down the lights. I do not give them cloudy days. I focus on making sure those plants get as much light as possible before they start getting problems. Uh, make sure they get as much light for as long as they need to keep them in the proper cycle I need them in and to get top performance. So no, I do not change the light. Okay. There is a part two to this question. It goes on. It says, are plants that start seeding two to three weeks into flower worth keeping? Um, why are they seeding? That's my main question. Then it goes on. It says, uh, will they concentrate on making seeds and not flower at that point? Uh, I always throw away the garbage. You're my guru, bro. Lay some knowledge on me. All right. So we got some things to talk about here. You have asked uh, if plants that start seeding two to three weeks into flower are worth keeping. There's got to be a reason why the seeds are popping up at that stage in the game. Uh, usually plants aren't even able to start producing seeds until about uh, well, they can, as soon as the pistols are there, they can produce seeds, but you're not going to see seed production for several days after those pistols pop up. They've got to get pollinated. Seeds have to start developing. First of all, I'm wondering if what you're actually seeing is seeds. Um, I'm not doubting you. I haven't seen pictures. I don't know how long you've been growing. I'd like to know if those definitely are seeds. I'd like a very seasoned, experienced grower to look in there and look at those buds and say, no, those are calyxes or no, those are seeds. They could be swollen bracts is what you may be uh, identifying as seeds. Give it a squeeze. Does the bubble thing that looks like a seed, does it pop? And is there a seed shell in there? Or is it just juicy, uh, plant juicy? It'll, it'll have like a popcorn kernel in it. But give it a squeeze. See if there's a seed in there or see if that is a swollen bract. You could be very mistaken. A lot of new growers see those little bracts that develop right at the bottom of the node. And they think that that's a seed. That is not. That's a bract. Don't be too paranoid. Now, the next thing I want to say is, why did seeds happen? If these are seeds, why did they occur? What is causing this? Is there pollen in the room? Um, have you had a male plant in that room and not cleaned it up? Do you have a male plant in the room that you haven't identified and he's skeeting on the ladies making seeds? Or maybe my other idea, maybe what you're identifying as seeds, maybe those are male anthers forming on the plant. Maybe you got a male plant. 
Um, also, my next question is, was there an intersex plant in this room or are those plants themselves intersex? I really want to get down to where did the seeds, what caused the seeds? Uh, first question is like, really, are these seeds? Next question would be, where do the seeds come from? There's got to be pollen or an intersex issue. Then uh, the next things I would start thinking about is, uh, have you over or underwatered drastically um, at any point in late veg or early flower? Was there like a huge flood or a drought? Those things could lead to intersex or possibly uh, maybe this is early rotalization, self-seeding. Maybe that's what's happening. Is your vapor pressure deficit dialed in? Is it too hot in the room? Is it too cold in the room? How's your humidity? Is it too dry, too moist? Uh, are there drastic swings of either of those things? Any drastic swings of any of the VPD can definitely mess up uh, your whole crop and give you uh, intersex traits, can definitely give you uh, seeding. I'm not convinced these are seeds the more I talk about it. Uh, my next question is, how about light leaks? Are you getting any light leaks in your flowering phase? Uh, when I say light leaks, some people don't understand exactly what I mean. The light leak means an interruption of the dark period. Cannabis is very photo period sensitive. That's why we put it in a dark period for 12 hours to make it flower. If we interrupt that dark period, the plants get a little bit confused and they start going into what the fuck mode. Imagine, just imagine if you will, maybe one day you're outside, right? And the sun goes down. You're like, oh, it's like 7.30. The sun went down. I'm going to go inside and do whatever I do from 7.30 to bedtime. And you do your thing. You smoke a couple bowls. You watch a podcast. You hang out on Discord. You eat some ice cream. You go to bed, right? And then suddenly at like 3 in the morning, the sun comes up. Just boom, the sun. You're going to look out the window and you're going to go, what the fuck? It's not going to be a good feeling. You're going to say, that's, that's the sun. You're going to look at all of the clocks. You're going to look at your phone. You're going to go, 3 o'clock, 3 p.m.? No, it's 3 a.m. You look at the iPad. You're going to go, 3 a.m. You're going to look at the microwave. 3 a.m. You're going to look at the computer screen. 3 a.m. You're going to look at your watch because maybe you got a watch that's analog. It hasn't fucked up yet. 3 a.m. It's all 3 a.m. Why is the sun up? Then you're going to go to social media and you're going to see that everybody on the fucking planet is freaking out that the sun's up at 3 a.m. You're going to go into full-on panic mode. Imagine if you were a plant. You've got options. You can freak out. You can freak out emotionally, physically. You can try to procreate. That's what the plants are going to do. The plants are going to try to procreate before the end of the fucking world. If you start flipping the sun on in the middle of the night to them, they're going to go, what the fuck, dude? Cannabis's whole goal, the main purpose of a cannabis plant is to reproduce and make seeds for next year. If the plant thinks that Armageddon is fucking coming, that the sun just reversed its schedule, it's going to go, hey, bro, I'm going to die. I'm going to make some seeds. And she's going to start spitting out seeds naturally because it doesn't know what the fuck is going on with the world and it wants to survive. It's like Jurassic Park. Life will find a way. That plant will just spit out seeds because it thinks the end of the fucking world is coming. So um, this plant, possibly if there are light leaks, um, this plant maybe woke up one night at three o'clock in the morning and went, the fucking sun's up, bro. <laughs> Made a bunch of seeds. It may not happen from just one light leak, but if you've got several interruptions or a consistent interruption, or perhaps there's one area in the grow space that's just not sealed off the lights getting in somewhere. Uh, I've seen the light come in through like zipper holes in the tents, the ducting holes in the tents. Uh, we use the lights with the reflectors inside of the tent sometimes. I've seen the light come down the duct uh, just from the room and come down the duct and then illuminate the whole tent because there's uh, ambient light in the room. So it could be from a light leak could be causing your seeds. But the bottom line is I want to know what is causing. First of all, I want to make sure these are seeds. Then I want to know what is causing that. Was it pollen? Was it intersex? Or was it a room problem? Was it a light leak? 
uh, what is causing that. Then I would make a determination if I would run those plants any further. If I'm seeing seeds at week two or three, um, I'm thinking I've got more shit to worry about than just the strain selection, but it very well could be uh, bad genetics. I don't know who you're running. I don't know what you've got. I don't have that detail in this email. This is just a shorty. So um, I'm going to say make sure that those are seeds. Go give it a squeeze. See if that's a seed in there. Um, then if that's a seed in there, find out if there's any pollen or intersex plants. Then check on all the other parameters in the room, which I listed, the vapor pressure deficit, uh, over and under watering, and then go in the room and turn off the lights. So when there are lights on in the rest of the area, so I don't know your situation, I don't know your house, I don't know where the grow is, it could be uh, in the jungle, it could be in, the, in New York, I don't know where you're, where you're growing right now. Maybe you're in a shed. But if you've got lights in that room at the normal time of when that tent or whatever is functioning, go in your grow space, whatever it is, when there are other lights on, like daylight outside preferably, go in the tent or go in the room and turn off all the lights and sit in there for long enough for your vision to adjust to that room. If you can see anything in that room, there's too much light. You need 100% darkness. I went to a grow space one time because my friend told me they just won't flower properly. I don't know what's going on. And I was like, I, I really think this is a light issue. And we couldn't figure out why. And it was daytime outside. And so I said, turn off all the grow lights in here. Turn off all the lights. Let's see where the light is coming in. And we turned it off. And we realized a window that he had boarded up, the light was just coming through little pieces of the plywood. And there was just full sun coming into that room. So that means when it was dark in that grow space, whatever light was happening outside, if it was a porch light, uh, if it was just the sunshine, if the lights went out before or uh, after, if the, the sunshine and the dark space didn't co coincided, it would fucking interrupt the dark cycle in his grow space. His plants were never going to flower. We had to re-dark, re-black out that section. So it could be a, very well could be a light leak. All right, my buddy Billy, that's your name, right? Yeah, Billy, thank you for the great message, dude. Uh, please do send me your address because I do owe you a free pack of seeds. Of course, that pack of seeds is brought to you by our friends at SeedsHereNow.com. Make sure you check out SeedsHereNow.com for regular feminized autoflower and, of course, breeder bundle packs. Of course, they do have products for under $25. Check out that under $25 tab. All right. I think that is all I've got for you for this episode. If I did not read your email on this episode, have no fear. I've got a lot of emails here to read. Maybe I'll read your email on the next episode and you can win a free pack of seeds. Don't be shy. If you want to get your question on the podcast, please do go to iregenetics.com. On the top, there's a bunch of tabs. Click on that Grow Help tab. Send me a grow question. Once again, if I read your question on the podcast, I will send you a free pack of Irie Genetics seeds. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends and foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts, I do want to thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. It felt, it felt crazy at the start of the show to say 795. I'm almost 800 episodes deep. Thank you for all of the support. If you're not already subscribed to the show, please do subscribe. Also, I do feel like the show is shadow banned on YouTube. I don't come up in people's uh, recommended shows and things like that. Of course, it is a cannabis content podcast. I do have a dirty mouth. I say some foul shit sometimes. So maybe I'm a little bit shadow banned. Please share the show with some friends. Tell your friends about the podcast. Let's get the numbers up just a little bit. I love each and every one of you that listen, but it would be great to have more people listening. The more people listening, 
the better the cannabis will be out there in the world. That way, everywhere you go, you can find good ganja because people are growing good ganja because they're listening to the proper podcast. All right, if you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. The email address, of course, is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Make sure you support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash growfromyourheart. Of course, the patrons get all the first heads up on the new drops, the fresh restocks, and quite often they get some really good coupons. So join the Patreon. Uh, everything you need is on the website, iregenetics.com. There's a link to the seeds, the Discord, the Patreon. Anything you can imagine from iregenetics is on that website. Give it a click. Tune in is what I think all the cool kids say. All right, that's all I've got for this episode. I'll be back in a week with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout out to my buddy Riven Waters. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. We'll